Welcome back to another episode of We Need More. This is the podcast where we interview leaders, creatives, and trailblazers about how they are changing the narrative in our community. In episode nine, we interview Brandy J. McAllister, author of Real Talk, a conversation from my heart to yours, a 30-day devotional. This book is intended to provide you with conversations that inspire and uplift your faith based off of real-life experiences. On her devotional blog, Pray the Impossible, she offers advice and encouragement through her weekly conversational testimonies. Let's get into the episode. from my heart to yours is my purpose. Thank you, Brandy, for being here today. Brandy is, should I go ahead and say Brandy J.E. McAllister MS? Yes, that's correct. Yes, <laughs> who just dropped her new book, like it's an album. Right, right. I felt, I, honestly, I felt like it was an album, though. So, yes. <laughs> Real Talk, a conversation from my heart to yours. It's a 30-day devotional. Miss Brandy. Yes. How did you come to write this? First of all, what is... What is your day job? So my day job is I am a project manager for packaging at um, Macy's Corporate. Okay. And what what is how does that correlate to this particular book? It really doesn't. Okay. You know what, Macy's, it, it allowed me the time to be able to work on the book. Um, I've been with Macy's for six years. You know, I kind of... I don't want to say do what I do, but, you know, I kind of... <laughs> you do what you I do. I do what I do. You know, I, I have the time. How did you come to write this book? Like, what inspired you to do it? What were you doing? What Honestly, you about? so I was in church. I was in church. My minister gave me a prophetic word. And he's like, I see you writing a book about your transformation. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I receive it. Wow. Like, I didn't think anything of it. Um, So that was November of last year. Legit prophesized over you. No, like, legit. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm like, cool. So um, that was November last year. I think after that Sunday, I went to Walmart, got a notebook, and then I just, like, started writing. I'm always giving a testimony in church or whether I'm talking to my friends. Whoever it is, like, I'm always giving some type of testimony about, like, what I experienced in life and how, like, God just helped me through it. Mm-hmm. So December, my pastor, she... Um, of last re- year or this year? Of last year, okay. December of 2017. My pastor read something that I posted on Facebook. I don't remember exactly what I posted, but it was something encouraging. And so it aligned with what her message was for that Sunday. So after that Sunday, she called me and she's like, I believe God said, let you speak. I was like, uh, Again. Okay, so she's like, um, do you mind giving a Sunday message? I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but sure. So while I was writing, remember, I got the notebook and I just started writing. I was walking one day and um, I saw a sign across the bus called Savor the Moments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what does that mean? So I just wrote. And then after I gave that Sunday message, like I just kept writing. I just kept finding inspiration and inspiration up until so November of last year until April of 2018. I had about 34 what I like to call conversations in the book. I had 34 written. And that's kind of when I realized this is the book that he told me. (laughs) 
<laughs> that he so saw. So that's when that you I, realized it. That's when I was like, oh, this is a whole book. Like, this is a real book. So then that's kind of how it happened. Like, I had no plans on writing a book. And when he did tell me that, I was like, five years, I'll write a book. And I thought, honestly, the book would be geared towards women to help women encourage themselves. Like, you know what? When you put God in your life and put God first, like, you'll just experience a transformation in your own life and it'll just make you a better person. That's what I thought. But apparently that's, I mean, it's bits and pieces of that, but it's actually for everybody, not just women. So in terms of the conversations, when you would write these at night, what would, or you said at night, right? I would either come home from work or maybe like a Saturday morning or like a Sunday afternoon, I would write. And where did they come from? So like, I would get a lot of inspiration. So I would see something on like Instagram or I would see something on Facebook or like I could look at a sign on the side of a bus because well, wow. I work in I work in New York so most of the time I would be walking and I'd see like a um, a billboard or I'd see something that would have like it would say no way out then I would remember that and yeah. then I would get home and I'm like no way out and then I would think of something of like a conversation or inspiration focus on the title no way out and then I would give you like a Bible scripture to kind of go along with the title. Right. And then I would just like, you know, whether it's encouraging, like, you know, you may feel that there's like no way out of your situation, but you know, when you pray about it, when you read scriptures or when you just read devotionals or you just like do a breathing exercise, these are ways to help you just think that you can get out of this situation. There are ways out of whatever you're going through. So like, that's kind of how the flow would just go. And I would just like, just start writing. When you were writing these conversations, what were you thinking when you were writing this, before you realized this is a book. The very first conversation is God will show up and show out. That was myself. For those who don't have the book, I talk about how I I, I owed the IRS $3,000, didn't know where I was getting the money from. And this girl that I worked with at the time, she was like, her faith, and at the time she was about maybe 22, like she was like deep in the church, woman of God. I was not that person. And she gave me the money. So I'm just like, and I remembered that. And that was like one of my very first testimonies that I ever gave in church. I just remembered being broke, not having the money, having a car note, living off $100 until the next paycheck. Like I remember being that broke and not having money. You know what I mean? And I know that there are other people out there who experience the same thing. So I'm just trying to encourage people through Brandy. This is who I am. This is a side that people don't see on social media. Because on social media, I'm showing you I'm having a good time. <laughs> Living my best Living life. Living my best life, enjoying <laughs> life. But there's a side of me that I didn't expose to people. So right. here in this book, I'm showing you like, yeah, you see me turning up. But also, I have real struggles. I just don't post it. Right. But I go through stuff just like everybody else. Some conversations were me. Some conversations were that I've had with friends and family. And just giving advice based off of whatever the topic was. So it was kind of like, I guess, a mix of everything. And how long did it take for you to write this? From the time I started writing until it was published nine months wow (laughs) nine months yeah how did you writing a book how do you get it to become published what do you do what are your steps after I finished writing and I realized this was a book so I researched about maybe three different publishing companies you know I spoke with a couple of like the customer representatives and you know got all the information I remembered that she published children's books since I know her she's my Sora we're friends I was like you know what let me reach out to her slid in her DM like hey sis I just wrote a book and I'm thinking about getting it published these are the companies that I researched who did you work with so she told me some of the publisher she worked with she was like this is what I liked about it this is what I didn't like about it 
But if you're interested, I actually just started my own publishing company wow. and I can give you information. So shout out to BFF Publishing House. That's who published <laughs> Real Talk, A Conversation From My Heart to Yours. I was one of her first clients beside herself. Nice. So everything kind of just came together. To go back to the original question, I would just say do your research. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other people who have written books that you could, you know, like how I just slide in a DM like, hey, you know, if you don't ask, you'll never know. So Google and be humble. Exactly. <laughs> be exactly. humble and hungry. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. G-H-H. Yes. Google hungry <laughs> and humble. Yep. Those are the steps. <laughs> In this book, there's two sections mm-hmm. that I felt like really spoke out to me. And I do have a, a follow-up question, too, okay. about um, this book and who this book is for, right? Okay. One was, how big is your faith? Can Ooh. you give me, like... I've read this chapter, but I want to know a little bit background story about this particular conversation. Faith is real. No matter how big your faith is or how small your faith is, like it can manifest whatever your heart desires is, right? So mm-hmm. I think in that one I was talking about how sometimes I use small faith when I'm waiting to yeah. catch the bus. Yeah. Coming from Jersey to New York. Standing in the morning on the bus, if there's no seats and traffic is the worst. So I would sit there I'd be like, God, please, I hope I get I hope I get a seat on the bus today. And I would get a seat on the bus just because I use small faith just to believe that I would get a seat on the bus. I'm very big on vision board. Yes, 2016 I created a vision board and 90% of it came to pass. Right. You have and that I was, in the book too. And on yep, and on my vision board, every time something that I put on my vision board came to pass, I wrote the date. So wow. that I could remember like, oh, on February 16th, I put, I, well, when I created it in January, I was like, oh, I wanted a new car. And yes. February 2016, I got a new car. That's crazy. So I wrote the date down. So like the practical things like that help to build my faith. Or like I have a, um, a prayer jar. And in the prayer jar, like if you tell me like, you know what, Brandy, I want to write a book. I want to publish a book. And then I'll write a prayer down. You know, God, you know, um, I pray that Janelle publishes her book it does extremely well I'll put the date down Mm -hmm. put it in my jar and then you'll say Brandy girl let me tell you what happened (laughs) and then you would tell me that it came to pass and then I would go back take that piece of paper out of my out of my prayer jar and write the date that it came to pass so sometimes it would take like a few months or sometimes it would take like a year that's just how my faith just continues to increase and and it that works for me Mm -hmm. that's what works for me so I try to give people that same advice like how big is your faith like what do you really believe in God for that you want to come to pass so like this year I never thought about writing a book (laughs) so for me to see that I believed it I received the word that was given to me I I acted on it and I seen that it took nine months I'm like all right God (laughs) I don't know what you're doing out here but you out here doing (laughs) your thing and I'm just over here like yes like so I just encourage people like just have faith but life gets so hard and you know you get disappointed a lot in life but you just have to start somewhere like you know what I rather believe and it not happen than to not believe and it did happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, because yeah, yeah. if I believe that it happened, imagine what else could happen if right. I keep believing and God. And that, that leads me to the other conversation mm-hmm. that I really like. Oh, speaking to existence. Yes. Before we get there, I'm yes. glad you clarified this conversation number four because the way that I interpret it and the way I connected with it yeah. was when you did talk about your, your mustard seed of faith and you were talking about standing and waiting for the bus. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like me when I was like younger and I had, I got off of work when I was like 19 and I decided to walk through the streets of DC. I felt that 
I was safe because, you know, my faith made me safe. Yeah. And then the vision board. So let mm -hmm. me tell you, because uh, Brandy is a longtime friend of my bae. Yes. David Banks. <laughs> and I created a vision board that I have no idea where it went. Mm -hmm. And on my vision board, and you have to be careful, don't you, of what you put on that vision board, right? Because yes. <laughs> I think I put at that year, I, and I put a whole lot of beautiful houses on that that vision board and then i put a picture of a man and a woman and a child walking away on the beach and then the guy you know was kind of built like like jamal mm -hmm. and then you had this little a short little tiny girl with all this hair wow. and then this woman standing next to them with all this hair and i envisioned it to be like me whoever i was gonna be with and my kid right from that vision board I ended up getting a job, and I think I, I made it in 2013. That same year, I ended up getting a job at Freddie Mac, which has to do with mortgages and homes. Mm -hmm. So although I didn't wow. get my own home, I have so many homes right, that right. are being given to or we're making homes affordable for other people, right? Through that facet. And that's the way I see that portion of the vision board. And then I get that picture of those that right, couple right. and the kid walking on the beach, which happened to be Jamal. And his daughter, Haley, yes. and her mom, Nikki. Wow. So I was just like, whoa, like who knew, like putting that in that. And that's how I interpret that yeah. in terms of the vision board. And then thirdly, with the jar, I was like, I, this year I wanted to start uh, the girls. Jamal and I have a um, two girls, 13 and nine. This year I wanted to start them off with a mason jar that had uh, like an appreciation jar for the year. So in 2019, basically there you should put in everything that they've done for the year, like little trinkets or yeah. notes or anything that has made them happy through the year. And at the end of the year, open it up and, and look and be appreciative. Everything they've done. The next portion is that stuck out to me is conversation number 20. Speak it into existence. I agree with speaking anything that you truly, really feel and want. And if you speak things that you don't want, you speak negatively, it's going to happen too, positive Absolutely. or negative. Absolutely. Tell me your experience and how you wrote this and, and why. Um. So with that... And we're going to get into your bay too. <laughs> so with that, that was actually the first conversation. What? That I wrote. Okay. So that was originally... I didn't read that in there. No, you don't. You wouldn't okay. know that because when I wrote the actual book, like the in my notebook, conversation yes. is really conversation number one. So that's what was the initial inspiration because when I was single, you know, I have a lot of female friends. Like a lot of us have been single and, you know, you want that companionship. You know, you're getting ready to turn 30. You don't have a bae. Like, everybody's either getting married right. or this, that, and third. And you're like, well, what about me? Uh, Conversation 20 was actually how the book started because I just remembered I spoke that into existence. Mm -hmm. Like, I was on my 30th vacation with my homegirls, and I was like, girl, my him is coming. I don't know what he looked like. <laughs> I don't know where he's from, but he's coming, okay? And then I just remember throughout that year, I was just like, he's coming, he's coming. And then, you know, showed up and, you know, the rest is history. But speak it into existence is just like you can speak anything into existence yes. that you want. If it's aligned with what God has in store for you, it's going to happen. Just like when you go back to like the vision board or your or the right. prayer jar, right. you're still speaking it into existence of whether it's through pictures or through like, you know, you're whatever. writing it down, whatever it is. It's going to come to pass. So even with the book, what was it? The beginning of, the, of this year, January 2nd, I wrote down all my goals that I wanted to accomplish for this year. The only thing I put was write the book. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about publishing a book. Yes. Like all I put was, all I put down was write the book, and that manifested. It was written words that I spoke into existence, like a butterfly effect. So let's talk about this vacation that you skimmed over in the book. Well, I mean, because it wasn't that wasn't the point I was trying to make. The it doesn't point, matter. We want to hear the it. Point, I mean, it, that was like. <laughs> Five did years it happen? Ago. Yeah. Did you read the chapter? I said it happened. And, okay. <laughs> but how did that happen? How all of a sudden you on a vacation? It's like so, a movie where it's like them, them, them badly written read, movies. Okay. <laughs> if you read the chapter again, I kept talking about how um, on my 30th, I go away every yes. year. Yes. Right. And when I turned 30, I right. was like, this is cool. But um, next year I'm going away with my boo. Oh, so you already had a boo. No, I didn't have a boo. That's what speaking into existence is about. So what I'm saying is, so on the vacation with my girls, I was single, but I'm telling them I'm going away with my boo. So that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't know where he was from. But I kept throughout that whole year saying, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Uh He shows up. And you we, see how she's skipping over this part where he shows up he and shows then up all and of a sudden I'm on a vacation. We don't even know how he showed he up. He showed up. <laughs> and um, <laughs> after that, I was like, oh, what she's happened? over here blushing. <laughs> she don't want to tell us how he showed up or nothing. <laughs> OK, because for those who don't. Have, and I'm, I'm laughing at her because she read the chapter. But anyway, so um, we had actually met before. And we met and then, you know, nothing happened. And then we met again at a brunch, which was that my birthday was October. So we met. This is years ago, y'all. So we (laughs) met that. No, we met. um, My birthday was that October. And then we met in that April 2015, I think. Yeah, it was 2015. And it was like we're sitting down next to each other. And then um, I'm looking at him like. I know you from somewhere. Like, I seen you before, and we had a mutual friend. That's a she, cute line. Uh, but it was true. <laughs> and so um, my mutual, our mutual friend, she was like, oh, you probably met him, like, at one of my birthday parties. I'm like, no, like, I met him. I, I met him somewhere else. Anyway, so he told me where he worked at. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. I pull out my cell phone scroll through the (laughs) context like is this your number and then we just started laughing and then we immediately remembered like we had met like a year prior to that at at the event at this event and so um after that like I'm like hey I like to go away for my birthday every year And it, it, it worked out, and then yes, we went away. Yes. So, that's how, so that's how the vacation came about. And um, so the point of me sharing yes. that part was because I'm like, you can speak it into existence. And that happened all within a year. Right. So from the time I spoke it into existence, 12 months later, like, it happened. Amazing. So, um, yes. <laughs> so did you? Did I answer your yes, question? Yes, <laughs> you answered the question. Yes, yes, yes. So, no, but... um. Yes, yeah, so like you and I had our conversation off topic, yes. but you understand speaking it into existence yes, and your vision board and, you know, things that you had on your vision board yes. came into existence. Yes, yes. So, you know, she can she can testify that it actually works. Absolutely. It does. Absolutely. It does. It does. Do you have a favorite conversation? Yes. 
My favorite conversation is um, the last conversation. And the last conversation is called God's Plan. And that is my favorite conversation because even though that's Drake's song, is it? He didn't take it from you. I was just thinking. Right, right. Like, I mean, you know what? He could go? have. You know, it, you know, my birthday. Like both it was October. Out there. My birthday's a couple days before his. But you um, already writing it. Exactly. But um, uh, Drake owe you some aside, money. It it I understand. As cliche as it sounds, like I truly understood God's plan. Like yes. th- you can you can sit here and try to make plans for yourself, but if that's not what God has for you, like it's not gonna happen. Not gonna like I like none of this I plan for myself this year. Like writing a book, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm gonna just write a book. Like, you know what I mean? Like yes. it, that wasn't something that I that was my desire. Like, you know, I'm thinking I'm gonna get a new job. I'm thinking, you know, just so many other different things. And that's not what happened. God's like, no, sis, chill. This is what <laughs> you're getting ready to do. Yes. And I realized that because this year, like how I mentioned earlier. When I um, was right, when I said write the book, I also asked God to use me as a vessel for him to use me as a vessel. He had to really like get me in this place of like isolation where it's just me and him and I'm focusing. And that's how I was able to focus and get the book. So like I'm at home writing, you know, just writing and just like becoming this whole person that I am that I never even intended or even thought that I was going to be. And it's like. I asked God to use me, and this was my process. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I feel like 2018, there's not one person that I that I know that hasn't gone through something. Right. Somebody, you went through something this year, whether it lasted the whole year, the first half of the year, the ending half of the year. You went through something this year that either tested your faith, you were disappointed, you were discouraged, you had fears, you had worries, you, had, you went through every emotion, something this year. Yes. And, like, but that's all a part of God's plan. Right. Because if you didn't go through something, you wouldn't have produced whatever you like for me. I had to go through something to produce this book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like now I'm like, OK, God, I see what you're doing. Because <laughs> January 1st, I was like, uh-uh, I'm going to have a new job. I'm going to be making this amount of money. I'm going to be doing this, going here, going there. God's like, uh-uh, nah. You asked me. You're not you- too far off. No, I'm not, not too, too, too far, far off. I'm not too far off, but this, I didn't even think like I would have like a whole nother yes. side of me. Yes. And it's like, and also God's plan is a, my favorite chapter because God exposed me to so many people. And when I say exposed, like I mentioned earlier, I love a turn. Y'all know I love a turn up. That's, <laughs> that's me. But also who I am is a side that nobody, if you're not my close friend, you don't know this side of me. So my spirituality like, and so I have a blog, um, a website called PrayTheImpossible.com, and I also have an Instagram page, PrayTheImpossible, where I'm giving you a word of the day on Instagram, and I'm just getting in deep thought, asking you questions. Um, with Pray the Impossible, the website, I'm sending out every Tuesday weekly devotionals. I did not want anybody to know that was me. And did you have this before the book, or so, did you have it uh, as a clause of the book? As a cause of the book. So okay. why I, didn't you want anyone to know it was you? I felt like people were going to judge me. And I say that because, oh, Brandy taking shots, Brandy, Brandy doing this, Brandy doing. But society makes you think like if you're talking about God and this, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But that's why like that was a struggle of mine this year because it's like I'm I'm torn i'm like this like nah i still like to do this but god is calling me to reach other people yeah and 
I felt like if I'm sitting here talking about God and trying to encourage other people, people were going to look at me. So I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want my picture. I don't want people to know I'm prayed to impossible. I didn't want, I didn't want people to know that about me. And now, and now I'm like, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is God's purpose for my life. This was his plan. And you know what? So many people are relating to me. Yes. That's the authentic part about it. Like, I can still be myself. I just didn't want that added pressure. You know what I mean? Like, people just come up with their own, like, what they think you should be or see for you. And I'm like, nah, that's not what God called me to do. That's not who I am. This is who I am. And I'm reaching more people from a conversation from my heart to yours. Like, and it's just so like, wow, God, like, you did that. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Like, Wow, like you did that, and it's just like so crazy. This so, is like a goosebumps moment yeah, right just, now. You yeah, know, I goosebumps got, right up. There. I just like yeah, and it's just like so. That's why um, it was that way. And also in the book, like I gave like you know, there's a couple of conversations that are personal to me, mm-hmm. and I was debating, ooh, do I keep it in there? Do I take it out? I don't want people to know this, but I'm like. How do you expect people to relate if they don't see your struggles? They don't see that you went through the same fears, through the same disappointments, right. through this. And they're like, wow, Brandy's on Instagram. She's having a good time. But when I read her book or I read her posts or I read her weekly devotions, I know she's struggling just like me. Let's backtrack to the publishing part, right? Yes. So you wrote the book and then you get it published. In between time, what steps do you have to take? Do you have to like have meetings with folks? Do you have to sign contracts? Do you... What do you have to do between you? Okay, I have this book. Now I, I got hooked up between my, my Delta friend, mm-hmm. my uh, sister. Sorry. I am, obviously, it's I okay. am not a part of any sorority. It's okay. Um, at least I didn't say fraternity. Right. <laughs> but you're, um, you you got hook, hooked up yep. with a BFF publishing. publishing. House. Mm-hmm. And um, what did you have to do between the time you got hooked up to Ooh, girl, publishing? It, what it was, was that, that process? Was, that was a lot of work, too. Um, it was a lot, but it wasn't. Because for me, it wasn't a lot. Because I had already had um, everything written. So once I reached out to her, she gave me the contract, um, signed it, sent it back to her. So the next steps for me was actually typing it up in a Microsoft Word doc to send it to her because everything was ha- I had everything right. handwritten so I had to now convert it over to a type you still have those I sure do that sounds and beautiful. I and I still write in that notebook that's that's my notebook that's that's my notebook yeah wow. I still write in it with the weekly devotionals next book y'all yeah, look y'all you know I can whoo yeah get the first book first get the first one okay so um you type so it up I'm typing it up and I'm sending it back to her so her and I so she lives out in um Florida so we're having conference calls on my lunch break, one o'clock. Her wow. name is Tony. Hey, Tony, you ready to chat? So we would be like, and I would be on the phone with her. Um, we would keep going back and forth, sending rounds and rounds of um, edits. So she read it, the raw copy first. She marked it up like, okay, you know what? I think you should take this out, put this in. Okay, let's reverse this sentence, put this up here. And then, you know, we're just going um, back and forth through that. And then um, after that, what do we do? We had, um, then that's when I would rearrange, like, you know what, instead of this conversation first, I'm going to put this one last. And then I'm going to move this, you know, just to get like a flow of the book. Um, Then the backside, she was setting up like the, you need an ISBN number for the book. Um, And she's formatting the book. So all of this is going on simultaneously. 
Um, and then I had someone um, design my cover. So I have that going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then what else? So all this, so from May, so that process was from May until August 31st. The proofing, rounds of edits, the cover design, um, everything up until she set me up, because the book is also on Amazon, um, until she set me up to do like my final proof. Like I hit the submit approval button on August 31st. And I had the copies of my book on September 6th. Yes. It, wait. So <laughs> how did you come up with the design? So you had someone come out and and do the design for you. What what made you go with this? So that honestly wasn't even the original cover. Okay. Like that wasn't the original cover. Um, I had a different cover. And um, we had a different name for the book. We always had a conversation from my heart to yours and the talk part. But um, the other title for the book, we had a different cover. Then once, um, I forgot, what, oh no, I had my pastor read the book and somebody else, but my pastor suggested that I just change the name of it. And then um, we did that. Mm -hmm. And then once we changed the name, we had to change the cover because it's a whole different, it's a creative wow. process. So, and I always wanted purple. So purple was always in the book. To me, purple is strong. It's royalty. It's very powerful. So I always wanted purple. Um, and then he did his rounds of edits with the book, um, the cover. And once we added the heart, I'm like, this is it. Mm. Like, it, it, this is it. Yes. So I had I had a couple of rounds with the cover, too. All right. And then you, you sign off on it, and you yep. get your first book. And you open up the box, and? So pause before i get the box of books i get the sample Ooh. the actual physical sample of the book and then her and i um she has a copy i have a copy and i'm going through it i'm like you know what mm, we need to reduce the font you know what there's too much spacing in between here oh i found you know um like, i don't like typos i don't or something. get typos or you know it was like little things like that to actually because it's different when you're reading the book um, on a computer screen to when you actually have the physical copy in uh -huh, your hand. Uh -huh. And it's just like, oh, nah, let's do this, let's do this. Okay, you know what, take my name here, do this. Um, but that was an exciting moment. It was like, wow, like I felt like that. that's my baby. Like, Of course, and that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> nine months, that's you know, my for, baby. for folks who can't relate in relationship, it's like creating something from nothing. Yeah. And it's just like, creating a baby yeah and then all of a sudden it's out there and it's like look at this look at this wonder look at this what this thing i created me what yes. so that's uh that's that's what this book yes. is like so when i got the so in september when i got the so i did pre-orders august 17th and whoo i think i had about pre-order over 100 books okay yeah about 100 books 100 books coming in how do you feel did you have to um put out any 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 of your own cash yeah so I, I put up my own money to pay for um the publishing okay. um ordering the books and then you know i finally was able to start paying myself back you know once you know i paid everything off but yeah i, I upfronted my own money with that so you get a hundred and you're like i gotta sell these right <laughs> so well no so these are all pre-orders these are people just oh, from when yeah, these you said the, that you said yeah that. these are pre-order books Woo! like and this is just <laughs> uh, my mother was the first person Aww. to get the first pre-order book my Aww. mom got the book and i'm just like and that week 
just to go back. Like, I was like, the devil was testing me in so many ways. Like, I was supposed to um, get a tax ID number. for It was just like so many different, I was going through hurdles and obstacles. Meanwhile, this whole process has been smooth. It's not until the week that I'm supposed to do the um, pre-sale that now everything Yo. is just starting to, I'm like, come on. So my publisher and I, we, we just kept facing different hurdles. And I was like, you know what, God, that night it was supposed to go August 17th. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not supposed, maybe I'm supposed to change no. the pre-sale date. Maybe I shouldn't drop the book on August 17th. Like maybe I just shouldn't do it. And I was just like so upset that week. And then I went to sleep. And when I woke up that morning, my mom, was the first one. I said, all right, guys, so I was supposed to do it on this day. Um, For those who don't know, what, what is a tax ID? Oh, a tax ID basically is what you need. because So it's a, it's a merchandise. You're selling it. Because I'm selling it on my website, I need a tax ID number because it, I'm selling things. So okay. basically, I got to pay taxes. On yes, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, of you course. Know, I gotta, you know, I got to, you know, pay taxes. And all so that, tell so. me about the time you, you, the day that you saw your final published copy yes so that's when i got the hundred books from all of the the pre-orders and i'm in my house with two big boxes filled with books and i'm like i I was just still and it it's it still didn't hit me yet that i had books in my living room did you open it right away i sure did (laughs) i came home from work the boxes were sitting at my front so i'm like "Ah!" i saw it on instagram like for folks who did not yes i was like oh my god and what was so amazing about that was the fact that I think that was a Thursday and I had my first book signing that Saturday and then Woo. the second book signing was that Sunday. So that was another thing because I needed to um, release the final copy on a certain day to get the books in time. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. But anyway, so it was just it was just so amazing just to see like these books, my hard work, dedication, challenges, everything sitting in front of my face. <laughs> I'm so about to cry over here. <laughs> and I'm just, don't get me. The older I get, the more emotional I get. It, yeah, it was something like I've never experienced before. Oh I was God. just like, ah, you're going to make me cry. Today. I'm sorry. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I can't even get my life together right now. <laughs> that is amazing. You know what, what we need more stands for. Yes. What do we need more of? I think we definitely need more role models for the youth because there's so much more that you can be as opposed to what you see, right? For the for girls, Instagram model, bottle girl, for the, for the young boys, oh, a basketball player, a football player. It's like, why sell yourself short when you can own a football team? You know what yes. I mean? Why be an Instagram model? You can own the agency. Yes. You know what I mean? So we need more positive people in these children's lives like just to see like you know what hey you may not you may not college may not be for you but you can have a business you know what I mean and you don't have to go to college to have a business you know look we had the first black president and first lady so anything is anything is possible and you don't have to sell yourself short because this is what you see in your community or on like on social media yes you went to college what college did you attend oh yes shout out to virginia state university (laughs) in the building hbcu and what was your major mass communications and how did you use how are you using that today besides the the 
Besides right, the book. besides it, that's the funny thing because you know what? Originally, <laughs> I wanted to be on TV. I either wanted this is when 106 and Park used to be out. Yes. So in <laughs> high school, we had a, a TV production class, and I wanted to be like the next free of 106 and Park. Just in case y'all listen and y'all don't know what 106 <laughs> and Park is, <laughs> please explain to yes, them. Yes, 106 and Park. <laughs> well, I don't even know how long they've been going, but either way, they <sighs> used to have like different musical guests on there. There was like the, the what was it, the countdown, performance. It was, it was music live. Videos, music videos, yes. everything. So I wanted to be that. And then when I went to Virginia. Do they have reruns of that now? Or I no? don't even. Go on YouTube. <laughs> yes. YouTube might have it. Then when I went to Virginia State, I said I wanted to be a news reporter. Yes. And I actually interned at. So that um, you could speak like this all the time. Right. Exactly. Okay. But you know what? <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. I just had an aha moment. Jamal and I were doing this two days ago where all we did was speak like this to each other. Oh, my God. No. Duh, Brandy. <laughs> now I understand like I I, speaking that was the bottom line that I wanted like that literally just hit me more goosebumps oh she's tearing up (laughs) y'all oh she gonna make me cry I can't do this with my life (laughs) oh my god I didn't realize that so just now oh my gosh Please give her a hug. trying to be crying. On Please give her a hug. Why are you over here sitting? Give her a hug, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. That's so crazy. And now it makes sense because my when my pastor was like, uh-huh. God was like, let Brandy speak. Yes. I didn't realize I always wanted to speak. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I feel like so this is how y'all things- fix my life or whatever her name so is. This is, this is how, so, like, I have moments like that. So yes. that's how things come Your to me. Moment. And I just, like, write. And I'm just like, wow. Like, y'all, I just shared a piece of my life. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's how I'm using mass communication. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm doing podcasts. Um, I actually have my very first official speaking engagement on January 6th. Um, so I'm going to be speaking at a wellness fitness brunch. Yes. And she, my Zumba instructor purchased the book and she's like, Brandy, I'd love to have you. you need to have it. overall health, mental, yeah, mental physical, spiritual, everything, yes, everything, everything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm trying to let you, before my next question, I want right. you to take it all in. I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> what can you tell the next generation of writers? What can they do? What, how can they start? Because everyone wants, like you, you didn't even realize yeah. that this is something that you wanted to do. But for those who know or who think they know, what can they do now? Um, I would just say everybody has a story. You're going to have an audience that's going to relate to your story. So what you may say you wanted to be a writer, what you have to say is completely different from what I have to say. But that doesn't mean that you don't have a target audience and I don't either. And sometimes they may even overlap. So um, I would just say, like, just like me, get a notebook and just write or get on your laptop and just write. It, do- it doesn't have to be perfect. Your words don't have to be spelled correct. Just whatever it is. <laughs> like, seriously, just write it out just so that, because so many people have so many ideas in their head and your mind is just going crazy with all these thoughts. It's like, 
get it on paper. Then once it's on paper and, you know, you do your research about what publisher or whoever you want to go with, and then they'll help you. They'll guide you. Like what for me, Tony, she helped me. She held my hand the entire way. So it's like you'll find somebody who's going to help you. Like, you know what? We should do this with your book or, you know, we should ch we'll change this. You know, just get it out. Once you get it on paper, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Any any and everything can and will happen. Have you written a book before? Like this is you published this one. Yeah. Have you written a book before? Uh, you think if you think back, have if you already written one? If I think back, one? it's funny. I did actually in the fourth grade. I wrote an autobiography. Like we had, I had to get baby pictures, like and put this in the book. And then I remember when I was younger, my grandmother works for the New York Post, a newspaper, and I would be at her office. And I would just get pieces of paper, staple them together, make like a little book. It would be like little things like that. But also what I do, I love to journal. I journal all, like I, I would be at work and my coworker would laugh at me because I would pull my notebook out yes. from my desk and I would just start like journaling, jotting down ideas. So that could be a book too. Yes. Like, Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you want to share? Yes. Well, first of all, I would shout out to my church. It's the House of the Lord Church in Inglewood, New Jersey. My pastor is Pastor Dornique Daughtry. She is so awesome. I love my church. So if you're in Bergen County and you need a church home, it's the House of the Lord Church in Inglewood. <laughs> oh, yes. Back to the part where, so I had 34 conversations left over. And so um, my friend Thomas, he's the one who created cover of my book. He's like, yo, you got to do something with that. And I was like, well, I'm doing 30, a 30-day 30 devotional. I have four left over. And I actually wanted to um, write for a devotional blog. So I was like, I just want to publish one. I didn't want anything else. I didn't want, I was just like, I'm just, he was like, no. So another, uh, um, <laughs> just, uh, no. just like, no, that's not what we're doing. So uh, one of my best friends, um, she's like, there's too much God in you for you to do something that small to publish on somebody else's. So she was the one who actually encouraged me to create my own blog. And so my friend Thomas, he designed my entire website, prayingtheimpossible.com. So that's kind of how that happened. So I had 30 and then the four. Yes. So he's like, nah, you need at least seven. Because yes. it's seven days Makes in a sense. week, right? So you need at least seven. <laughs> so you need to go write three more. I was like, that oh. encouragement. I was like, come on. I, to me, my my, I wanted a blog where it would be kind of like a, I would do a one word. It would be kind of like a Facebook status. He's like, nah, we're not doing that. Nope. So he designed this whole website for me. Everything was happening at once. So while I'm working on the book and, you know, doing revisions for that, I'm over here with Pray the Impossible. I launched that in June. And that was like super dope because um, my well, my best friend was like, you need to do the blog so that you can start to get your followers. So when the book drops, you already have people interested. And I was like, you know what? You smart. <laughs> you real smart. Thanks. Everything was just happening at once. And it was just like, I don't know what's going on because I didn't sign up for all of this, but I'm with it and I'm helping people. That's my passion. I love, love, love to yes. help people. I love to encourage people. I, I coined myself the spiritual friend visor. And that is cute. Yes. So basically <laughs> who I am, I just give advice based off of godly wisdom. Nice. And just encouraging you. And, and, and that's, that's me. I think that um, I was reading through your book, right? And I was thinking that anyone can pick this up. You don't have to know all the verses of the Bible. You don't even have to read the Bible or, you know, have any sort of religion. 
I think that this book can speak to anyone from any type of background because it's just real conversations. It's real feelings. And where can folks find this? Um, you can purchase that on my website, PrayTheImpossible.com. It's also on Amazon, but go to PrayTheImpossible.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go to my website, check out the, the, the devotional blogs, <laughs> you know, the weekly conversations that I have. Um, yeah, that's where you can find it. You can also follow me at PrayTheImpossible.com. And then my personal page is B underscore J underscore E underscore M at on Instagram. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. I love this. This was super dope. And thank you for <laughs> having me. This is my first podcast where people have me on here crying. Y'all going to edit that part out? <laughs> Y'all going to keep the tears here? Or are we taking that out? Are we keeping these tears? Okay. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow Brandy and Pray the Impossible on IG. That's also where you can find the link to her blog and to purchase her book. If you like the show, please leave a review and five stars. And follow us on IG to get exclusives on our guests and upcoming guests. If you have a suggestion for who we should interview next, email or DM us. Thank you again for your support as we continue to change the narrative.